Jack and Canned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jacked and Can, doing a little NFL episode for everybody coming up on the heels of the championship weekend. So just to give you a little bit of a layout of how the show is going to go today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the games that happened last week here, and then we're going to go through how the picks went, going to dive into next week as far as what those games are going to be like. In the meantime, John, this is the last time that we will be recording before I turn 30 years old. It is coming in about three days' time. Uh, woo. Woo, for sure. Do we have a little 30-year-old 30, 30 getting older story at the later portion of the podcast or now? Uh, I want it now, John. You you got something for us here. John came prepped with a story that hit him like a light bulb just went off. And we can't deprive John of being able to tell his story. So, John, go ahead. What do you got, buddy? Dude, you're not going to believe this, homie. But I forgot the damn story. I kid you not. I forgot the story, which is speaking on my age. Club in Montreal. Oh, the club in Montreal. The club in Montreal. Oh, no. Oh, no. Was it our time that we went to Montreal? I've been to Montreal two times. All you said was a club in Montreal, and then you stopped yourself there. For getting older? I don't know. Goals! That Sporky, was- <laughs> help me. Heads for helping me. Tails for you're going to let me burn. Sporky, <laughs> please. Heads for helping me. Okay, Sparky. Ah, oh, crap, Colbs. I, I can't, th- I can't uh, think of it. It'll come to me later. You know how this goes, because I talk a lot during these episodes anyway, so just think about it a little bit, and we'll get back to it, okay? 30 time to purity. <laughs> But that is the perfect encapsulation of what 30 looks like. John's coming up on 30 as well. He's got about six months left, and he can't even remember a story that we just talked about about, I don't know, four minutes ago. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, let's dive into the games last week. So we had the Rams at the Packers. Ended up being Packers 32-18. to 18. Luckily, I did have Green Bay in that, but we'll get to the picks part later. So... Uh, Jared Goff, you could tell, just didn't look like himself. I think that broken thumb is really hurting him, and Cam Akers couldn't do the same success that he's been doing in the last few games. Granted, I feel like this should have probably given him the ball a little bit more. He had 18 carries, but I think that he needed to get closer to 30 touches, just being that you didn't have a successful quarterback, or a healthy one, rather. Um, Otherwise, uh, we we got to see kind of a strange thing from their receiving core. Robert Woods had eight catches for 48 yards, which is a little bit on the lower end for him. Biggest key that I got here for what the Rams did is they had no sacks and no picks. So they didn't really force Aaron Rodgers to, into anything bad. When that happens, Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers just did. He just ripped them into pieces slowly. On the other end of that, Aaron Rodgers was 23 for 36, 296 yards, and two touchdowns but really I think one of the big keys here is that it wasn't just Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers stuff Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown so they were able to utilize their different parts of their offense so that it wasn't just upon Aaron Rodgers to make everything happen because even though we realize he's pissed it's good to be able to unleash some other pieces to your offense in order to get some success So we're going to move over to Baltimore Buffalo. Uh, Lamar Jackson, we know, got hurt. And I don't want to hear that that's the reason they lost because it didn't look good when he was in there either. So, yes, maybe it would have made a difference, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that absolutely that would have been the case. 
So Lamar Jackson, 14 for 24, 162 yards and a pick. I mean, there, there's nothing special about that. They didn't run the ball enough. Um, they had a bunch of guys that did contribute to the running game. They actually had 150 total rushing yards in the game, but it wasn't what it needed to be considering the lack of passing game that they had. Colbs, the- it was Dez. It was the lack of Dez. It was the lack <laughs> of Dez. That's right. Thank I you. forgot. Yep. Nope. Thanks for reminding me, John. There it is. You're welcome. So from Buffalo's perspective, Josh Allen continued just looking awesome. He went 23 for 37, 206 yards and a touchdown. Now, here's the flaw with Buffalo. They only had 32 rushing yards in this whole game between everybody that's on that team. And this time of the season, it is tough to go on without any semblance of a running game. I know that the Pats have done it in the past, but this looked really bad. Dude. You said Buffalo for those listeners that are going to check out our uh, regular episode here. Ray Loietta. Oh, my God. (laughs) John Leota. Ray Leota. It's fixed. Continue, Culps. Okay, so we're going to move over to the Cleveland, Kansas City game. So. This one ended up being 22-17 Kansas City, and obviously everybody's worried about Mahomes, myself included. Granted, it does appear that he's going to be playing this week coming up here, but we got to see really what I think the lack of what happened here is that Cleveland gave up on the running game too early. They only gave the ball to Nick Chubb 13 times, and Kareem Hunt only got it six times. 19 times isn't enough between these two backs. That's your offense. Baker Mayfield can manage your game just fine, but you can't not rely on your running game when you are a run-reliant team. It just doesn't make any sense. So I don't know what Cleveland was going for as a game plan here, but point of it being is that it just doesn't make any sense. Literally, in that perspective, um, additionally, Miles Garrett had the only sack of the game, and he's been hit up with COVID, and he's still kind of struggling to come back to his full form. But in the meantime, when you're going against a team like Buffalo, where Josh Allen Buffalo, Kansas City, where you got Patrick Mahomes on the other side, they got enough of a lead that even by the time that he went out, Chad Henney was able to take it back over. And I know everybody wants to talk about that third and fourth down play, and I am with it. This time, John, I am hopeful with you because that was really cool to see. Chad Henney, perennial backup in the league, got to make the two biggest plays of his entire career last Sunday or Saturday or whatever day it was last week. They got to have some fun there. Additionally, yes, they got yes, some help yes, from the run yes. game. Um, Damian Williams was 13 for 78 yards, which, although not phenomenal, and I do think that they really need to get um, Claire, uh, oh, God, Clyde Hilaire Edwards back just because yes. it's going to help them. But in the meantime, they were able to get some semblance of a run game there, which was very beneficial for them. They also had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both coming out for big games, both eight catches. Hill had 110, Kelsey had 109 and a touchdown. Those were big contributions. So Kansas City still looks like they're just better than you. Going to move on to Tampa and New Orleans here. OB! OB! Oh, Sparky, come on! Yeah, what do you got, Sparky? What do you got? Kobe, I'm wondering, um, do you think Chad Henning is better than Chad Pennington? No. All right. Jesus, you know what, Sparky? Come on, you need to stop interfering here with the pod. All right, heads for yes, Chad Pennington is better. Tails for no. Let's see. Tails. Chad oh, okay. 
I would right. um I would like to dispute that, but at the same time, let's just keep it moving, bud. <laughs> hey, let's go. So we had Tampa, New Orleans. Tampa won thirty to twenty. Brady Ooh. now. 18 for 33, 199 yards, two touchdowns. Doesn't look like anything phenomenal, but at the same time, here's the big part to keep in mind. So they had four turnovers that game that led to four Tampa Bay touchdowns. So when you see Drew Brees coming out here with his three interceptions, that's the outcome that you need to expect. There's nothing else that's going to happen from that. It's just going to be that Tampa's going to be able to take that victory because Tom Brady is timeless. He is ageless. You got to see the battle of the two eldest quarterbacks in the current day NFL, and we got to see which one's better. It turns out it's the older one. So Drew Brees, uh, very heartfelt leaving there. Just watching his face made me sad. I felt so bad for the guy. But in the meantime, man, it's hard not to root for Tom Brady right now. It is really hard not to. I don't think uh, I don't think Breeze is going to retire just yet. I think he's got a little bit more in the gas tank. Well, he I don't know. It's going to be prior to the season. Situation. He said prior to the season this would be his last year, and I think that he'll stick by that. But it's tough for him. You can tell that it is. Yeah, it's definitely tough for him. Him and even Ben Worthlessberger. So <laughs> I'm just curious what's going to happen with him too. He's a big time payroll drain right now in the Steelers. If they have to go ahead and pay him again, well, he might do it, what's John. in. The best interest. Yeah, he might do what's in the best interest of the Steelers there by going ahead and retiring just from a cap perspective. But he is 38 in the new genre of or the new era of where quarterbacks play into their 50s, which still here on the Jack and Can podcast, you do know who was originally, you know, not originally doing it, but our number one person that we really root for. Of course, Vinny Tessaferti, you're welcome. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and say that. But maybe, maybe Tom Brady will be better than Vinny Testaferti. I don't know that. I don't know. Maybe. Just maybe, Colts. Well, I think it would be safe to say that Tom Brady's already been better <laughs> than Vinny Testaferti. <laughs> He's not as old. He's not as old. <laughs> okay. We'll give him that, I guess. But, John, speaking of the Steelers, right? So, yes. Ben Roethlisberger, I don't think he's retiring yet. He doesn't – he's just not quite old enough that I think that's what he's going to do. However, he probably should. But did you see what the Steelers just did a couple hours ago? No. Oh, no. What What the heck did they do? They signed Dwayne Haskins. Get the heck out. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So Dwayne Haskins, now a Pittsburgh Steeler. And I um I actually saw this on Breaking Down the Tapes Instagram feed. So the guys that were on oh. with us a couple episodes ago, for those of you who are not remembering what Zach. they were called. What's up, man? That's right. Yeah. So I saw that and I commented on it and said, yeah, that'll solve the problem for now and the future. And they actually disagree with me and then reminded me that we're coming on the show on Monday. So the two things that I want to say is, one, we're going to have a little bit of a battle about Dwayne Haskins and how good he is or how terrible he is in my eyes on breaking down the tape and also check out breaking down the tape on Monday because you're going to find me and John there. Woo, 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 woo. (laughs) Heck yeah. So be sure to check that out. We're going to be recording that on Monday. I don't know how quickly they put out their podcast. I don't know if they come out the next day or that night or next week. We'll say at some point next week, check it out. I didn't know if you had more insight than I did. Point of it being is now we're going to move over to the point or uh, the picks rather. So we went win loss. We went three and one last week. We also went three and one on the spread and two and two on the over unders. Sparky the coin went one and three last week. Oh, Sparky, you you 
bastard. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, I wanted to let Kobe win because I felt bad for him for beating him for three straight weeks. Oh, you are so cool, Sparky. Come here. Kobe's <laughs> taking over. I'm muting myself, kid. <laughs> so for the season where that, or for the postseason, rather, where that puts that is that we are actually 7-3 and three on the win-loss. We are now 5-5 five and five on the spread. We're 2-8 and eight on the over-unders. I went 0-6 on the first week. And for the coin, for Sparky the coin, he is four and six, so he is a game under me now. He was a game over, now he's a game under. Colbs, you know what is most important? These next few games. Sparky's in it for the long haul. Sparky's <laughs> in it to win the Super Bowl. So we're going to get into what those picks are going to be here. So the first game we got coming on Sunday, my birthday, my 30th, when John's going to be over here watching the games with me, John, we're going to have to do something, some Instagrams or something. We're, we're going to have to live. do something cool. We're doing something. We're going to have a fun time, dude. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. I wish I could remember the story from earlier, but just like as we're getting older, buddy, I can't think of it. So, oh, well. So the first game we got is Tampa at Green Bay. It is Green Bay minus three. I do have the Packers Ooh. winning, but I do have <gasps> Tampa covering the spread. So I got this as a field goal or less win for the Packers. And a lot of this has to do with the fact that the Bucs are hot right now. Granted, the Packers haven't looked too shabby themselves, and we know that Aaron Rodgers is pissed. But when I look at this game... Can I kick in here? I know you say Aaron Rodgers is pissed, but every game that I watch Tom Brady play, he always seems pissed. (laughs) When something slightly goes a little wrong, like it's a run play and it only goes for one yard and it's supposed to go for four or five, Brady's like, come on, come on. Like You could just read his lips and his facial expression. He is not a happy camper at all times. A very serious man when it looks like he's playing football. No, well, this is a battle of two perfectionists. We have two guys that are Ooh. the ultimate craftsmen as far as what their particular like art that. is. Yeah. So these guys, they do get angry when things don't go the way that they want. The difference is, is yeah. Brady is a yeller. Rogers, it's funny because I keep saying he's pissed. And the funniest thing about this, I heard an interview with him a few weeks back, and he is the most chill, relaxed person you've ever heard in your life speak he's i mean he's not like he's not an an enraged person he takes out anger in a different way he's a little bit more subtle and keeps it in and he uh he just shows it by throwing the ball over the field but he won't talk to anybody for the most part after a play he just kind of goes back to the sideline and does his thing when they punt but what i'm seeing here is tampa's incredibly hot and they just look like they're not going to be a team that can be beat by a wide margin. I just don't think they're as good as Green Bay. I really don't think that what Tom Brady's given us is really comparable to even what Aaron Rodgers has given us this year, which was an MVP season. Granted, I haven't heard it official that he's the MVP, but he's got to be the MVP this year. So with that understood, I'm looking at this that Tom Brady – is going to keep this as close as he can. And this is just what Tom Brady does because he doesn't go down easy. And this is going to be a tough one for Aaron and the boys. But I got a feeling that that's exactly how this game's going to go. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of like a 27-24 victory. So we're going to Buffalo and Kansas City. Kansas City also minus three and a half. Oh. oh, I denied Sparky his, oh. his shot here. Okay, go ahead, John. Flip oh. Sparky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I didn't mean it. I know it's a clean podcast, Kobe, but what the heck? <laughs> okay, Sparky. All right, here we go. Colbs, what's the condition? Sparky's a little upset. Heads for who? Come on, man. Heads will be Tampa. Green Bay will be tails. In the words of Joseph Biden, the new president of the United States, come on, man. Boom. Come on, Sparky. What do you got to say? <laughs> hey, whoa, that was a big flip. That was a little pause. I thought it was going to hit the ceiling. Hey, Sparky. Hello. We got heads. All right. So Sparky is with me with Tampa. So that brings us to the second game now. Now that we've officially cleared Sparky out of the path here. So we're going to move over to Buffalo and Kansas City. For now, Sparky's cleared out of the path. For now. <laughs> it's like a snowstorm. It's going to strike again. Get ready. So we've got Buffalo, Kansas City. Kansas City is minus three and a half, and I'm going Kansas City here. Granted, I still think this is a one-score game, but when it comes down to it, I think Mahomes is healthy, and we're going to talk just a hair about Mahomes in a second here. But when it comes down to it, I just think the Kansas City could beat them by four touchdowns if they wanted, not because Buffalo is a bad team, but because Kansas City is so much better than everybody, but they continue not to, which tells me this game will remain close, but I see this more in the six-point game kind of category than I do a three. So, John, what does Sparky the Coin tell us? Oh, man, I, I just all this quarterback talk is has me to say, Tony Romo has a really good passer rating. Anyways, let's see what Sparky says. Here we go. Come on, Sparky. Oh, that was the weirdest flip. Sparky did not even flip. It was just a stale go-ahead-in-the-air movement right there. Come on, Sparky. Here we go. John drops Sparky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think my shoe kicked it. So heads. heads. Sparky after all that damage and got kicked. Oh, All right, so Sparky man. is going against me there. So Sparky's got Buffalo plus three and a half. So we're going to see how that turns out there, and that'll be a deciding factor because Sparky's with me with Tampa. So regardless of what happens, me and Sparky remain even upon the first game this Sunday. However, the second game will be a determining factor. Sparky's going to catch me or Sparky is going to go down an extra game, which if Sparky loses that game... That means that I will have won the postseason as well, just to rub it in his face. Sparky only cares about the Super Bowl. Sparky, what do you got to say? What do you got to say? Bring it on, Kobe. <laughs> oh, my God. So cute, but so, so evil. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not buying that cute BS. So <laughs> while I'm thinking of it, I want to talk just a hair about Mahomes with the concussion. And here's the deal. So... They're clearly trying to send out the protocol that he really isn't that hurt. Reason being is you've seen guys like Jay Glazer out here telling you, well, no, he he didn't actually get a concussion. He got choked out. Now, I don't know if you've gotten <laughs> that yet. Yeah, in all seriousness, that's been the take from Jay Glazer. And so here's what I want to say about that. As somebody that's done MMA in the past, and I know that Jay Glazer, I believe, even has his own gym for MMA. He he's obviously an expert in MMA. However, it, he should know this. You don't get choked out by landing on an arm that way. That's not how it happens because there was no full blown wrap around. There was no pressure no. applied. Now, granted, there's pressure from the impact, but there is not enough pressure that that makes you go choked out style unconscious. I know that there wasn't really much head impact either. 
But I'm telling you right now, that was not a choke out that happened. So I don't want to hear it from Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer, you're welcome to come choke me out for five seconds and see if I go out. Um, it's Whoa. not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. But hey, it, I like feel that. free. Go, come give it five seconds. See what that does. Would you do it with another Jake? Not Jacoby Darandini, of course, but I'm talking about Jake Paul. Would you let Jake Paul come over there and try to choke you out? Well, first off, his name is Jay Glazer, not Jake Glazer. But um, yeah, sure, whoever. It begins with a J. Begins with a J. Um, yeah, any of them. They they can all go for five seconds because that was what I heard him say is that five seconds it could be done. And for one, Patrick Mahomes wasn't being said choked out for five seconds. It was about, I don't know, three quarters of one. But on top of that, um, yeah, go ahead and give me the five seconds. I'll make it through. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, hear those shots called right here on Jacked and Can, like an old school wrestling, I don't know, promotion. WWF <laughs> back in the past. <laughs> yeah, dude, Colbs, I'm excited for the games coming up here. I'm just hoping Chad Henney gets the start, honestly, because, you know, I want him to do pretty well. Fair enough. John, you got anything else or do we want to end this here? I'm thinking we go ahead, we wrap this up. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jacked and Can podcast. Feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. We definitely appreciate it. And go ahead and send any feedback, questions, anything like that. You could just write to us and tell us flat out, you guys suck. And we'll probably be pumped because it's, <laughs> well, we'll definitely be pumped because it's <laughs> listener engagement. That's So right. uh, if you want to write to us and tell us that we suck, feel free to do so. It's jackedandcanned at gmail.com. So it's jackedandcanned at gmail.com. And uh, as always, guys, thank you so much. Coles, you want to shut it down? The only way we know how to do it up here. Jacked and canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes. And check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.